Hello and welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us again. In this segment, we're going to have a conversation with Jason Maraszewski, he's CEO, and Andrew Van Verst, COO of Biostem Technologies. They're joining us to discuss the development, the manufacturing, and commercialization of structural tissue allografts. Thank you so much for joining us here on Health Professional Radio. Thank you for having us. Thanks, Neil. Well, well, Jason, if you would give us a bit of your professional background, and then Andrew, if you would do the same after Jason concludes. Sure. Thanks, Neil. Thanks to everyone for having us today. Um, my professional background is started in engineering. Uh, went to school, Milwaukee School of Engineering, and graduated a degree in mechanical engineering technology, focused on using computer science uh, to solve engineering and mechanical engineering problems. Um, I left there uh, and went to go work in, I'll call it uh, the big world of S.C. Johnson, Husco, uh, and uh, API Lattice Forging, um, solving some of the material sciences problems at API with metals, uh, and then translating that to human tissue and structural tissue, uh, things that we do here at Biosense Technologies in 2014. Uh, been here uh, since the beginning with uh, Andrew, uh, one of the other co-founders, uh, as well as his father, another co-founder of the company. And Andrew. Thanks again, Neil, and appreciate you having us here. Um, Andrew Van Verse, I'm the Chief Operating Officer of Biosim Technologies here. Um, my background after uh, I was in the, the Marine Corps, uh, worked on helicopters there, served as a plane captain, overseeing kind of flight operations and, and pre-post-flight inspections, things like that. Um, from there, I started an asset acquisitions company uh, where we buy kind of distressed assets or distressed businesses and, and you know, reformulated those those businesses or either sold off the assets. Um, from there, uh, I joined Jason, my father, uh, co-founding Biosyn Technologies. I applied a lot of my quality and operational background that I received through my experience in the military into what we do today and uh, I'm currently running operations and overseeing some of the quality departments and serving as the management with expected responsibility within our organization for uh, tissue allografts. Tissue allografts. Explain to our listeners what tissue allografts are and why they're important in uh, helping to heal certain types of wounds. Yeah, so specifically what we do is is process tissue allografts from perinatal tissue. So successful births, we utilize the tissue and and take those grafts uh, and minimally manipulate those. Those are uh, kind of the FDA guidances on what we're allowed to do. And these tissue grafts, mainly coming from placental membrane, act as a barrier or wound covering uh, for people with, with chronic wounds, basically wounds not, not healing within the standard of care. Mm-hmm. Um, and what those do, again, is, is act as a barrier to outside influences you know, that, that help produce or feed bacteria that's currently active in the environment or the necrotic state of the wound and serve as a barrier to protect and, and protect them from the outside environment. Um, that allows, in turn, for the wound to start its, its healing steps. And uh, obviously the goal with these things is to get chronic wounds that haven't you know, been handled within the standard of care to heal. Now, we've all heard of skin grafts. Is this basically a skin graft or is it a different type of skin graft? Yeah, so skin graft would, would be an autograft or a graft coming from the own patient. Um, that's usually done by uh, a, basically a, a surgery that would remove a piece of the skin from some other place on the body and then place it onto the the, the, the site, the, the injured site. 
this is a little bit different since it's not actual skin being placed onto a bacteriocyte from, from the person's own body. This is an, an allograft where it's coming from a donated tissue. Um, so it's different than skin-on-skin skin graft. It, it's a, an allograft that's, that's derived from birth tissue and uh, used in, instead of a skin graft. We're all aware of transplants, um, people donating organs. They're not necessarily, you know, DNA identical, but we are, you know, we're all people. Is that an aspect when it comes to allografts as well, as far as um, not being, you know, the person's own skin or from a family member? Yeah, there, there isn't an issue with the type of uh, tissue that we use. They're kind of immuno, immuno privileged and don't require an HLA type matching or a blood type matching for these grafts. Um, you know, part of the part of the donor side of procurement and and receiving the the donated tissue is a social medical history and ensuring that there's no you know history of transmittable diseases that would be inherent with the tissue that would that would uh, cause the donor to be discarded. So we have a, a requirement, a series of requirements that we require for these donated tissues to be eligible for transplant um, to ensure that the tissue isn't going to have any uh, any adverse event when it goes into the recipient. Something I'd also like to uh, highlight, Neil, is uh, we are an AATB accredited facility, uh, something that Andrew also, uh, being the MWR management with the executive responsibility here at our site, also holds hold the CTBS uh, certified tissue bank specialist uh, license from the AATB, and and being an AATB accredited facility really shows you know our commitment to quality and also commitment to you know be, being a, a good steward of, of of donated tissue. Now, what types of wounds are you focused on? I mean, different wounds, let's say on the foot, the hand, are much different from wounds on the the forearm or or the leg. Um, are all wounds potentially uh, indicated for your uh, products? Uh, right now, we're really focused on on lower extremity uh, wounds, mm-hmm. um, mostly focused on diabetic foot ulcers, uh, venous ulcers, pressure ulcers. Uh, those are kind of the three initial areas of focus mm-hmm. um kind of the first bucket is really focused on diabetic foot ulcers or, or wounds that are in a chronic state that that seem to not be able to uh get out of that that circular loop uh and get back to to going towards healing are there any other potential uses for the same uh products other than uh, diabetic foot uh, ulcers or bed sores I think there is, um, you know, we have to maintain uh, what's called FDA's 361 criteria, mm-hmm. uh, where we're, you know, making sure that the product is, like Andrew alluded to earlier, a barrier uh, or a surface covering. Uh, so that kind of limits our ability to possibly use this in a surgical application, uh, just because we need to make sure we maintain a, a barrier or, or topical covering or skin substitute covering. It's my understanding that your company has developed three perinatal tissue allograft products for wound care. Could you walk us through each of these uh, briefly and um, talk about how they're helpful in whatever types of wounds they're indicated for? Yeah, so our our main process or proprietary process we've developed within Biosyn Technologies is uh, called BioRetain. So it, in line with what Jason's mentioned and I've mentioned throughout this uh, little interview we're doing here, all products have to be minimally manipulated. Um, so you're only allowed to retain the natural components of these allografts. 
So using the biorutain method, we've been able to retain, I guess, to use the, the word as its own definition there, um, retain the maximum amount of natural properties these allografts come with or are donated with. Uh, from that, we've created three different lines of, of different skin substitutes or, or tissue allografts, one being Vendage, which is a single layer amnion layer of the amniotic membrane. We also have Vendage Optic, which is also a single layer amnion side membrane, simply put into or cut into circular grafts for use on the repair of uh, ocular surfaces. And then we also have a, the last allograft we mentioned here of the three is Vendage AC, which is the amnion chorion layer of the allograft. It retains the, the spongy layer the, or the middle layer in between those two layers as well. Now, are all of these products um, approved and available? And if not, when do you anticipate availability? All of these products have received uh, what's called a TRG response or the F from the FDA, the FDA's tissue reference group. They've all been designated and classified as uh, 361 products, basically maintaining their tissue allograft status. So those are all approved. We're currently working with CMS, the HCPCS team, to receive Q codes for reimbursement on these products. We, on the Vendage single layer product right now, we actually have approval and a Q code issued from CMS, and we're working to get the other two products approved and, and Q codes as well. But they, they're currently used and, and uh, approved as a 361 product or designated as a 361 product by the FDA. Give us a website where our listeners can learn more about Biostem Technologies and the products that you're developing there. Yeah, of course. We actually just launched uh, some mini sites, mini sites for each product. So you can learn a lot about uh, each product on their own sites. But if you go to www.biostemtechnologies or biostemtech.com, uh, you can access you know, our, our corporate page there. And then if you click the products link, it'll bring you to a drop down with the, the three different products on there. More info will lead you right to the mini site. Jason Marczewski, Andrew Van Verst, thank you both for joining us here on Health Professional Radio. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you having us on. Thank you very much, Neil. Thank you so much, Neil. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio. 